Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 2058, Five Ways to Love an Introvert Who is Grieving, by Courtney Ferguson with IntrovertDear.com. Hello, everybody. I'm Greg Audino, your host and narrator here on ORD. I am with you every single day, rain or shine. And today we'll be talking about grief once again, and how we can support an introvert we might know who is grieving and perhaps feeling a little more shut off than you might expect them to or feel prepared to handle and or support. So this is a very important post. Let's get into it now and start optimizing your life. Five Ways to Love an Introvert Who is Grieving by Courtney Ferguson with IntrovertDear.com My husband and I recently lost our first pregnancy. He is an extrovert, and I am an introvert. What I learned about myself and him from this experience has been instrumental in growing our marriage. Though we both suffered the same loss, we processed our grief very differently. Supporting someone who is grieving can be a tough task. Supporting an introvert who is grieving comes with its own unique challenges. Here are five ways to love an introvert as they grieve. How to support an introvert who is grieving. Number one, give us space to process. Introverts process things internally, and we need time to wrap our head around something before we talk about it. We turn our experiences over and over in our minds, examining them from many angles. Because of this mental investment, we tend to process things slowly. If you are an extrovert, you may be ready to talk about the loss much sooner than your introvert feels ready. Give us time, and understand that if we are not talking with you, that doesn't necessarily mean we don't want you to be part of our grieving process. We move much slower and with deep intention, especially when navigating grief. Give us space for this meaningful process. Number two, be present while respecting our quietness. Asking an introvert to be present, but quiet, can be a challenge. I know, because I'm married to one. But what my husband and I have learned about each other over the years is just because we process differently doesn't mean the other's process is wrong. My husband used to take my silence for anger or frustration. What he has learned is my silence is not about him. It's just the way my brain works. I love being able to sit quietly with my thoughts. Silence allows me to iron out details or consider a new angle to an old problem. When it comes to grief, Silence, I have learned, is especially crucial. I need to be able to turn inward and remember the person I was before the loss and the dreams and the goals I once had. I need quiet space to mentally release those lost expectations. Regardless of the loss I'm grieving, giving me the gift of silence is a respectful way of communicating that you understand my needs and can show up for me. Number three, just let us feel. Many introverts, especially highly sensitive introverts, are deeply emotional. We are okay with simply sitting with an emotion without feeling the instant impulse to run from it. As strong empaths, our souls are easily wounded by the pain of the world. This pain resonates deep when it is a personal loss. In those moments, 
We need someone who can be okay with us not being okay. We need you to allow us to live in the depth of loss and grief and not try to move us past it too quickly. I can assure you, we highly sensitive introverts will not appreciate when you try to rush us through our pain because you are not comfortable with it yourself. I have experienced this, as a loved one was quick to tell me that I needed to stop sitting in my pain and get moving. What she did not realize in that moment was the pain I was experiencing was part of my process. To brush past it would mean ignoring a need I had to navigate that grief and not simply bypass it. Please trust that eventually we will come to a place where we are ready to start making forward movement. But until then, allowing us to fully feel the pain of our loss shows us your love and respect for our process. Number four, remind us that we are not alone. When grieving, introverts gravitate toward burrowing into themselves. The weight of what we are experiencing may make us forget how important it is to not isolate. This is when presence is needed more than ever. We want you there, but we may forget to ask. Reminding us that we are loved and are not walking alone can be critical to us emerging from our grief. Loss may easily muddle our mental process and leave us feeling stuck and unsure of how to move forward. Coming by our side and pulling us out of ourselves by being present can be one of the greatest gifts you give us. This point may seem contradictory to my first three points, so let me acknowledge that an introvert's needs are complex. The easiest way to address complexity is simply to ask. As we navigated the loss of our baby, my husband did an amazing job of this. Because he cannot read my mind, a reminder that we should not expect anyone to do so, he frequently asked what I needed. And perhaps most important, he remained receptive to the fact that my needs might change from hour to hour. This was one of the most loving things he did for me during my grief. And number five, gently challenge our people capacity. The last point may seem like it is the most difficult one, and perhaps it is. It is also one that should come toward the end of an introvert's grief process. After the loss of our baby, it took me two and a half weeks to leave the house for anything other than work. One night, my husband suggested we go out, just the two of us, and grab a drink. He suggested a place that was small, fairly calm, and with low lighting. I appreciated those aspects, because I was not ready yet to be around a crowd, and I didn't want to be seen if I started to cry. It was a short outing, but one I truly enjoyed, because it brought a much-needed sense of normalcy back to my life. My birthday was the next week, and we invited a small group of our closest friends over for dinner. That night, I learned that I was not yet ready for groups, and I struggled to engage with anyone. The process of challenging my people capacity was trial and error, but it kept us moving forward and helped bring me out of my pit of grief. Be gentle with your introvert as they navigate grief. Remember to ask what they need and how you can help. And above all, be patient. Your willingness to walk with us as we struggle will be one of the most loving things we experience during our grief. You just listened to the post titled, Five Ways to Love an Introvert Who is Grieving, by Courtney Ferguson with introvertdeer.com, and be sure to stick around for my commentary in just a minute. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And big thanks to Courtney and Introvert Deer for this post today. Giving space to an introvert who is grieving is incredibly helpful, as we learned. Or even giving space to a grieving extrovert who is displaying more introversion when grieving whatever loss uh, they've experienced. You know, introverts or extroverts feeling introverted in this time tend to process their feelings inside their own heads and need time to think about things before they're ready to talk. So when they're grieving, they often reflect deeply. They're turning their thoughts over and over to understand them better. And this means they usually take longer to work through their feelings. So if you're more of an extrovert, you might want to talk about the loss sooner. But it is important to wait until your introverted loved one is ready. Just because they're not talking about it right away doesn't mean they don't want your support. They're just moving at their own pace and being really thoughtful about their grief. Understanding this difference is key in a relationship, especially during tough times like dealing with a loss. By giving an introvert the space they need, you show them you respect their way of handling emotions. This kind of support and patience is not only loving, but it also strengthens your relationship, making you both feel more connected and understood during hard times. And rest assured, when it's your time to grieve, your introverted partner will likely be much more prepared to give you the space that you need as well. But that's going to do it for today, everyone. I hope that this post helped you out should you or any loved ones uh, be in a state of grief right now. If so, of course, know that we are here with you as well, and you can always reach out for support. So with that, good luck out there, everybody, and I hope to see you back here tomorrow where we will start another two-parter. That's where your optimal life awaits.